Hey, it's Justin Logan from The Cabin Studio. If you have an audio recording need, come see us. Here at The Cabin, we specialize in bringing your music to life. No band? No problem. Unfinished arrangement? No problem. Got a verse that you just don't really like, but the rest of the song is really good? Man, I can help you with that too. We're here to help you realize your music and meet you at whatever stage of creation you're in, from idea inception all the way to mastering. Whatever you need, we can take care of you. Come see us at The Cabin, where we make vibes. Everybody, uh, welcome back to another hopefully spectacular episode of the uh, Spud Plex Podcast. I almost said the other, the other name, the other show, but this is the Spud Plex Podcast with me, Jesse White Deer, and my host, as always, Mr. Nathan John. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, a healthy, uh, a hearty uh, macho man. Yeah. I was actually thinking James Hetfield, but you know I'll take Macho Man also. Oh, okay, James Hetfield. Oh, interesting, James Hetfield. You know, I um, I notoriously I do not like a Metallica, <laughs> so uh, that's interesting. That's you waited this I long. Know. Oh, okay. Well, you know they're they're no picking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? First, first three albums, you can't knock them. First three albums are excellent. What about you? What about you? What's what's your favorite Metallica? Oh man, I'm so, I'm such a fan. It's so hard to pick, and I I even like wow. Saint Anger. That's how much of a fan I am. I love Saint Anger. <laughs> the, uh, gonna, my 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 favorite. Oh, go ahead. Uh, so I'm gonna get shot in the streets now that people know that I like Saint Anger. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing about Saint Anger, I think, is that uh, some kind of monster that documentary and uh, um, where. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where Lars wrote a uh, Metlica on his uh, his uh, stick bag, and uh, that just like pissed James off so bad. And uh, I periodically think about that. Oh, it's been so long since I've seen that. Hey. <laughs> Some kind of monster. Yeah, I need to go back and watch that now. Oh well, there you go. But uh, something that you should be you should be watching. And everybody should be watching is the pro wrestling, which is what we primarily cover on here. Uh, it looks like, Mr. Dathan, that uh, this upcoming Sunday is going to be the uh, TLC of the, you know, the pandemic era of WWE, uh, mm-hmm. 2020, year of our Lord, TLC. It goes down this Sunday, uh, December the 20th. Um, there in Florida, and uh, well, Florida. what's your excitement? What's your excitement level for TLC this year? You know, it's uh, I haven't been as excited this year for pay per view matches, you know, as, as I used to be. But I'm kind of looking forward to TLC. It should be. It's got a stacked card for sure, though. Like 
you know, you have Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles, and then Roman mm-hmm. Reigns versus Kevin Owens in a TLC match. Those are going to be good matches, just because I love ladder matches. And then we got Fiend going up against Bray, uh, not Bray Wyatt, haha. The Fiend Bray Wyatt is going against Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. And we also have the uh, Women's Tag Team Champions, Nia Jax and Shayna Bates are going against Asuka and a to-be-determined partner. But I'm pretty sure we think it's all going to be mm-hmm. Lana. Oh, okay. Maybe Lana. All right. Well, hey. Maybe Lana. Uh, no need to pour. Maybe Lana. You know, that, I feel like that, that's like a, a 90s sitcom. Maybe Lana. Maybe Lana will show up. <laughs> Uh, maybe Lana. Well, yeah, Lana show the, up. Uh, Keep watching uh, to find out. Tune in to CBS next Saturday. See <laughs> Lana with Lana, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Is it just Lana or did they? Because WWE will do this thing where they'll give somebody a first and last name and then they just and then slide. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the like Chad Gable, he be, well, Chad Gable became what Shorty G. Yeah, and then, and then um, um, uh, yeah, and then he was just Gable, yeah, and then it was just like Matt Riddle's. Now he's just Riddle. He's not yeah. even the Riddler. He's just like Riddle. Riddle. Yeah. I feel like Riddle. Yeah, it's like Riddle is like uh, the Riddler is just like uh, stoned nephew. He just shows up. And it's like fucking <laughs> up the Riddler's. Uh, you know, like one of the Riddler's a criminal mastermind. Riddle is just like, yeah, bro. What what about yeah. that uh, Jake Paul? You know. It's like Scooby and yeah. Scrappy. <laughs> there you go. Well, Scrappy, Scrappy dude had puppy power. So uh, he did have puppy power. <laughs> <laughs> no, no word if uh, Matt Riddle or AKA Riddle has uh, puppy power. He may or may not. Anyway, he's got, he's got bro power. There you go. When I <clears throat> when I seen NXT when they came into uh, to Oklahoma City a few years back. Uh, he teamed with the Valentine Dream, and uh, the whole crowd was chanting "Bro KC," and he kind of did this like sexy, provocative dance in the middle of the rink. Yeah. It was uh, yeah, it was interesting. Damian Priest was I think, was I, think I think we all know what that dance is too. <laughs> <laughs> Damian Priest was there, and somebody yelled out uh, "Millie Vanilli," and uh, he did not look happy. So uh, that that was interesting, and that somebody was me. No, actually, what? <laughs> you, you don't have to lie, brother. We know. No, no. You're the guy who shouts out random stuff. You're also the guy who who holds up a a Slayer vest at the Slayer show. I did, and uh, you know what? Gary Holt threw his pick at me. So, I Dude, guess so at that show, for for those who don't uh-huh. know, me and Jesse were both at the uh, final Slayer show in Oklahoma City. Uh, yeah. So, after I had met, did the meet and greet with Slayer, I was chilling out in the, um, you know, that area where they had us, where where they had the VIPs at, and mm-hmm. there was um, this pick. It was a plain pick, and I was like, "Oh, this is weird." So I picked it up, and I just gave it to a friend. Well, whenever Gary Holt threw you his pick. It was the exact, not the pick, but it was the same pick that I had, plain pick that I had picked up earlier. So I had Gary Holt's pick, gave it away. Wow, okay. So um, my my Gary Holt pick is uh, somewhere in my uh, stuff. I, I had a bunch of, like, band posters and, and j- just a bunch of uh, musical shit. 
and then when I moved into uh, my grandmother's house, which I live currently, um, all that stuff is boxed away. So hopefully I can still find it. So, uh, yeah. you know. I also caught Kerry you know. King's pick and uh, have lost that pick. Still ah. kicking myself in the ass for it. That's less important. I, I, I had to fight another fat guy for it. <laughs> I got the pick. <laughs> Nearly broke his arm. Yeah, there you go. And I lost the pick. Like a dumbass. <laughs> well, hey, man. You win some, you lose some. But I on to the steal. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's all right. Well, you know what? Um, I think, um, you know, I, I can think of a few people who have lost more more than you. Um, you know, the uh, it was reported, Nathan. I don't know if you know this. That this past, so we're recording on Tuesday, December 15th, uh, the year of our Lord, uh, and uh, Monday, December 14th, um, it was reported that WWE, the Raw segment, <clears throat> excuse me, the Raw segment was the lowest it's been in a long time. I think it was like 1.2 million viewers, or it was something like that, but it was critically low for them. Maybe it wasn't even that, but I mean, it was. Severely low for the uh, flagship brand over there, WWE. Um, now, uh, you, you know you're insanely friend. big whenever 1.5 million viewers is considered low. You know what? I, 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 I might go ahead and uh, research that because that seems a little high. Because you know, I was thinking that they were pulling lower than that. So, I'll yeah, get that's on what that. I thought too. I think, but, um, I think that was NXT who was pulling like the super low numbers. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I could be wrong. But you know what? We, we both could be wrong. And that, that that's the uh, the beauty of the show is we could be wrong, but uh, nobody has corrected this yet. So well, take that world. Go. But uh, anyways, <laughs> um, kind of switching gears here. Um, so TLC goes down this Sunday. Um, as we were talking about earlier, um, your hype level is that a high? My hype level is that a high? Um, we uh, it looks like that um, <clears throat> one of the first matches going down is going to be Drew McIntyre, who is the current um, WWE champion, and he's going against AJ Styles. And AJ Styles is a uh, tall bodyguard, uh, almost, almost. How, how would you like to be a very tall, um, athletically built uh, young man? You're coming in. You got the turtleneck on. You got the gold chain. You got the fresh fade. And they, they gave you the name Omos. O-M-O-S. What's your... Uh, is it not just... Not even not even think cool. It's just like AJ Styles and Omos. Omos. Well, he almost... Had a good run by himself, but they put him with AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there you go. And it was um, actually it was funny before, before we get deep into this card. Um, it was reported that Omos, O M O S, uh, he, um, what was it? Uh, uh, um, Kevin Lee. Um, man, I can't think of the other guy's name. Kevin Lee, and then there was a uh, two others. Um, man, I will think of his name in a second. Uh, um, it's right there. He was one half of heavy machinery. Um, oh, Otis, um, yeah, Otis, yeah. So those three, and then another guy that I can't think of. 
Um, they were uh, sent to uh, to do a little bit more training with uh, Drew Gulak and I think um, Adam Pierce. So uh, Vince McMahon apparently did like what he saw from uh, either four of the guys, and he sent them down to get a little bit more training to kind of work with like big men, supposedly. So we'll see yeah, what comes I, of that. I think I heard he wanted them to lose thirty pounds if they wanted to be participate in the Royal Rumble. Some right, that's yeah, and the Royal Rumble, you know, of course, is later on uh, next year, but. Uh, 30 pounds, you know, because the Royal Rumble goes down in what, uh, March? Is that right? March 8th? Um, if they don't do, um, if they don't do the Elimination Chamber, I think it'll be, uh, it's either February or March. Because I know, like, okay. the, the, uh, because the last three, or the last two favorites for WrestleMania are, um, Elimination Chamber and then the Royal Rumble. And then um, WrestleMania is always in April. I got you. So uh, let's just say it's March is the latest. March, yeah, February, yeah, March. Yeah. You know, you got to think what uh, this is December. So roughly two and a half months, 30 pounds. That seems like a lot, right? Yeah, but it can be done. It can be done. There you go. Well, I don't know. Very interesting. You know, it took me about. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, Otis looks like he can kind of. He might. He might have to stay away from the uh, the buffet. You know what I mean? But uh, nothing wrong with that. You know, you you got to enjoy yourself every now and then. But you also got to, you know, kind of stay in a little bit of shape. You know, you got to keep the body trim. You know, for the yeah. for the ladies out there, or for the fellas, or for whoever you know you're uh, you're attracted to out there. We don't discriminate. And if <laughs> anyone does discriminate in your life. Uh, you know, tell tell them to step off. But um, one thing that uh, one thing rock reference, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I bet uh, Drew McIntyre wants AJ Styles to step off because they're going head to head in this uh, in this match, this TLC match for the uh, WWE Championship. Um, now we discussed your hype level. Who do you think has the advantage in here? Because we've seen now recently we've seen WWE kind of flip flop with Drew McIntyre. Um, he was the champion, and he lost it, and he came back. What's uh, now? Now he's got the title back again. Um, what's uh, I mean? What's your hype level? What, what's going on? Who do you think comes out of this? And uh, what do you think holds the future for both? I. Still don't know who I think is going to win because I don't know because uh, AJ Styles said that this will be his last um, contract with WWE. So once his current WWE contract runs out, he will then retire. So I don't know if they're going to have him like do one final run as champion or if they're just going to continue to you know continue to build on Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. I would really not want to see AJ Styles again as champion just because he's done it so many times and it's kind of bleh for me. Mm-hmm. So I hope Drew McIntyre wins. Okay. And uh, what's um, now let's say Drew McIntyre wins, he retains the title. 
what do you see in this future? Because I mean, you know, um, as as we discussed previously, you know, we both like Drew McIntyre's champion. We both hope he holds the title for a long time. But I mean, you know, we just talked about uh, guys like um, um, you know Otis losing a little bit of weight. You know, uh, Kevin Lee losing a little, little bit of weight. You know. Uh, some of some of these other guys that are uh, kind of vying for that title. Who do you see? Um, let's say that uh, let's say that our man Drew McIntyre wins this. Who's up next? I mean, who who do you see him having a feud with after that? I can probably see him going up against someone like Braun Strowman. Okay, just because Braun is still doing uh, excellent as far as wrestling is concerned. Mm-hmm. I think you know either him or. I don't know. I definitely don't want to see the Fiend get involved in this. The Fiend and Randy Orton have their own little deal going on, but it, it would. I'd like to see Braun Strowman for sure. I know there's others, and you're gonna say they're like, oh yeah, them too. But mm-hmm. yeah, well, you know, and, and I mean, I guess a lot of people could speculate that the 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 excuse me, the Bray Wyatt and the Randy Orton match could be for like a number one contendership for the, um, you know, for the winner out of uh, McIntyre and Styles. But yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think, um, you know, if Ron Strowman is, is, uh, is game for it, I, I think, you know, uh, um, <clears throat> Drew McIntyre and um, Braun Strowman, I, I, I think that would be good. You know, although um, it'd be interesting to see McIntyre and, the, and uh, Bray Wyatt go at it again, especially if Bray Wyatt got the fiend persona but yeah. i mean it it, it just kind of seems like um doesn't it doesn't it seem like the last last like year is like everybody's got to have the obligatory uh feud with randy orton i mean because we've mm-hmm. seen bray wyatt do it we've seen aj styles do it you know um you know i believe drew, drew mcintyre would what you know was another uh, victim of you know of randy orton feud doesn't it yeah. seem like everybody has to have a feud with randy orton these days <laughs> Yeah, you're not a big star unless you have a feud with Randy. <laughs> I mean, that's, I guess, that's, that's, but I mean, it's, the, you know, and like us. much. It's <laughs> like, okay, check, you know, do, do, are, are you over uh, six foot two? Check, you know, can do you have a bodybuilder, uh, you know, uh, frame check? Do you want to have a feud with Randy Orton? Check, you know, it's kind of like, it's just one of those things of, um, I mean, I get it. You know, uh, Randy Orton's your your top guy, or not your top guy, but you know, he's one of the legends. You know, of course, we've seen the Undertaker retire uh, recently. You know, John Cena's kind of almost non-existent. You know, the uh, the Stone Cold's and the Rocks and the Triple H's are you know probably out of been out of the game about you know five ten years. You know, so you're kind of seeing this uh, new generation you know, emerge and, and, you know, with good reason, but I mean, you still got guys like uh, Randy Orton hanging around, hanging around, um, you know, of course, AJ Styles hasn't been in WWE as long, but you know, he is, uh, you know, well, he's still been all over in the other, he's still been all over for sure. But I mean, it, it, it's, it's one of those things of, um, if McIntyre wins, I mean, why not Strowman? Why not, you know, maybe the fiend. It's just one of those things of, let's just, uh, I like Randy Orton, but I mean, you know, he he, he had won the uh, the uh, the title recently, and then it was like because he wanted to be what what was it his sixteenth run as champion or something? I mean, like it. Uh, I think it was his fourteenth. Fourteenth, yes. Yeah. So I mean, it was kind of like 
I don't know, man. Let's let the other guys do it for a while. I mean, yeah. you had your chance. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah. So I mean, I going into this, it, it'll be interesting of how um, you know, of course, McIntyre styles work well together. You know, um, it'll be interesting to see if uh, almost if he can <laughs> almost uh, get involved in this match. Um, you know, or if he, uh, you know, what he could do um, to kind of help AJ Styles. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if AJ Styles, after this match, where he goes from here, um, if he, you know, maybe has, uh, you know, a couple of, um, you know, who his next opponent will be, and if he'll kind of get his swung song, swung song, swung song? You know what I'm saying. If he'll mm-hmm. ride on to the sunset, um, or if, uh, you know, he'll do the jab and put over someone newer, um, you know, I, I, uh, you know, I, I hope that McIntyre, you know, again, holds the title for at least, at least another year. I mean, build the guy up, let him get a spot, you know, let him, let him do his thing at least for a year and then maybe think about somebody else. Who's, um, now who's one of these younger guys that's coming up, the, the kind of the, uh, the, one of the newer breeds. Uh, that you see holding that title? Is it someone like maybe a Kevin Lee? Um, is that a guy that we're looking forward to that could be champion in the next few years? I think they'll give Keith Lee the title just because he's Keith Lee and everybody loves him, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the dude's name. He wrestles in the um, UK version of NXT. Um, oh, it's at uh, Walter? No, 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 it's the guy who he beat the title for, uh, Pete Dunn. Oh, uh, Pete Dunn, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to see him as champion, for sure. That would be, you know, uh, uh, Pete Dunn had a, uh, was involved in that uh, War Games match that NXT had recently, yep. and uh, that mm-hmm. was pretty good. You know, not too bad, you know, he was there um, in- involved with the uh, um, um, Undisputed Era, which, you know, was another... Uh, with uh, uh, Pete for- McAfee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 Pete, uh, Pat, McAfee. Pat, Pat McAfee. Yeah, Pat McAfee, yep. the, uh, the kicker for uh, what was it? McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pat McAfee. Which, you know, like, there's one thing to be said about Pat McAfee when he had that feud with um, um, the main man, uh, Adam. Uh... Oh, man. Um, Adam Page? No, that's. Adam Cole, that's it. Adam Cole, yeah. yeah. Adam Cole, yeah, yeah. We're, we're running out of the camera so. names. Yeah, that's all right. We uh been been hidden. Well, at least you know I've uh, partook before we recorded this podcast, so maybe that, that that's what's going on. But uh, Adam Cole, um, is uh, you know he had that uh, uh, Pat Mack. He had that uh, what was he a kicker for the the uh, Patriots, right? Or uh, the, the Colts, Pan- I believe. Colts, yeah, you're the football guy of this duo, so yeah, the Colts. <laughs> um, and you know, and Pat, Pat McAfee, he has his own podcast, um, and I really love that. Even after that, uh, that uh, that match with Adam Cole, um, that he um, um, he went on on air and he had the neck brace and he was really selling the injury and he was really talking about how rough of a match it is and how this and that. And I mean, his mic skills aren't bad either. You know, I think mm-hmm. he even got the uh, co-star friend of ours, uh, CM Punk, you know, over there. So um, it's, uh, you know, interesting stuff. But yeah, um, Pete Dunn, 
definitely one of the guys that I, I think could probably do it. You know, oh, well, not. I think that I know could do it. Uh, Pete Dunn had uh, this amazing match with uh, Walter a few years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And then also, yeah, and then also had his own run as the NXT uh, UK champion. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what they can do with that. Um, but yeah, I, I went on Keith Lee as well, or even Adam Cole, or you know, kind of any of those uh, kind of top NXT guys. Um, <clears throat> now, uh, kind of moving forward to the next uh, match on the card. Um, of course, we we mentioned it briefly, but we got the the fiend Bray Wyatt, and he with Alexa Bliss, mind you, and uh, he is going to go against the Viper, or the the Legend Killer, the, the what else nicknames he's got? Is it just the Viper and the Legend Killer? Yeah, Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Okay, well those two against you know uh, Bray Wyatt, the fiend Bray Wyatt against the Legend Killer, the Viper. Randy Orton um, in this singles match coming up. Um, now it's interesting. Maybe it's not, uh, you know, uh, maybe it's not completely on WWE, but it's interesting that you have a lot of these feuds that seem to kind of come out of nowhere and then they flip flop and then, and then, you know, and then Bray Wyatt's challenging for the title and then he's mad at Braun Strowman and then he's got this stuff going on with Randy Orton. But I mean, yeah. it's uh, modern wrestling, so uh, we'll, we'll just kind of take what we can get for right now. Um, it's interesting to see. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not really interested in this match. Um, that's just me. I'm not really a fan of Randy Orton. I never really have been. You know, I, I do say that he is uh, he's one of the better heels of the past probably 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he, he is a smug asshole and I love that about him. <clears throat> um, <laughs> you know, for me, Randy Orton's kind of, you know, he's a good bad guy. Other than that, eh, I don't know if, uh, wearing a sleeveless hoodie makes you a, uh, you know, if that's some kind of personality or all the skull tattoos or whatever, but, uh, you know, um, anyways, but, um, you know, I, yeah, I do like uh, Randy not, Orton's I'm work. Not- uh-huh. No, 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 go ahead. I interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying that Randy Orton is a way better heel than he has a baby face. So with him going against The Fiend, it's just kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like, Randy Orton is a bona fide heel. Always has been. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, I don't know. You know, Bray Wyatt being the heel, going against someone who's always been a heel. It's just kind of, I don't know, it's just lame, honestly. Like, there could be something it's so lame. much cooler. Yeah, I mean, there could be something so much cooler. And don't get me wrong, I love Randy Orton. <laughs> I love The Fiend. Right. But it's just like, ugh, come on now. I got you. Yeah, you know, so, um, I, uh, I'm i a fan of The Fiend Bray Wyatt gimmick, you know, especially when it first uh, debuted. And we were doing the Firefly, Firefly Funhouse. That was a tongue mm-hmm. twister. Um, I really loved it. You know, I, I thought Bry, Bray Wyatt, Bry Wyatt, Bray Wyatt uh, was doing some revolution in a way. Promos. Um, he kind of had the Mister Rogers S thing going on. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. You know, and I, and and his work is you know his work rate. You know, he was able to cut some fat, put on some muscle. Um, just you know, um, the new the new stuff he's adding to his repertoire. 
I really, I really dug it. Um, you know, I, I, I would like to see the fiend kind of go over in this. Excuse me, um, and uh, see what he can do in the future. But uh, you know, he's got to get the Randy Orton first. Uh, honestly, I mean, I don't know. I don't really care. But I, you know, hopefully the Bray Wyatt, hopefully Bray Wyatt comes out on top, and then I mean, I guess somebody else can just Keith Lee or uh, Otis or whoever can just yeah. have their obligatory feud with Randy Orton. Who gives a shit? Anything else you want to say about this match? Or I definitely think that after this. Um... I, I hope Bray wins. And I kind of hope they, mm-hmm. like, just put a pause on this character. Not like, you know, like an indefinite pause, but, you know, kind of let him go into hibernation mm-hmm. instead of just having him jump to another person like that. It kind of, I feel like that just takes away from his character. You know, mm-hmm. let him, let after this is over, you know, Randy Orton can be his, you know, victim, essentially. And then mm-hmm. let him chill for, like, maybe a month. And then, boom, he, 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 you know, some somebody's cutting a promo, and then the lights go out, and then he does his choke-out thing that he does with everybody, and let him build another mm-hmm. feud that way. But mm-hmm. don't just jump it right into another feud, because that just takes away from his his character, you know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah, kind of kind of uh, cheapens it a little bit. So, mm-hmm. no, I, I dig what you're saying, my man. Um but uh, yeah, um, so Bray Wyatt, if you win this, uh, go into hibernation. Just take a little vacay, you know. Stay at home with the kids, kick back, uh, play some Fortnite, whatever it is you got going on. Just uh, you know, do think about a month off, month or two. There you go. Maybe listen to uh, Famous Monsters by the Misfit for uh, you know. I don't know. <laughs> Learn the entire uh, Lucifuge album on uh, on guitar. Who knows? You know what? Live your best life, Ray White. And Randy Orton, I guess, you can just have a uh, obligatory feud with who the fuck ever. I don't know. Pull a name out, perhaps. There you go. Uh, but uh, moving on to um, the uh, uh, women's tag team title match. Uh, we got Nia Jax, uh, as, you, as you had said earlier. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Uh, against Asuka and to be determined. So as of this recording, we don't know who Asuka is going to team with. Uh, you had speculated Lana, uh, maybe Lana, who knows? Uh, maybe Lana coming to CBS uh, this fall. But uh, yeah, I, mean, um, I, you know, I, it'll be interesting to see kind of what's going on. You know, I, I really, I've been digging the team of Nia Jax and Shannon Baszler, kind of that powerhouse, kind of rough and tumble team. You know, um, Nia Jax, of course, is uh, one of the larger uh, women's wrestlers, or maybe the larger women's largest women's wrestler on the roster. And, you know, it's going to go out there and kind of, you know, kick ass, be a big bruiser. Uh, Shannon Baszler, with her MMA background, is uh, kind of a uh, rough and tumble as well. Um, I really enjoy them together. You know, they kind of remind me of a, you know, like a Powers of Pain or a, a Road Warriors or a, like a Steiner Brothers, just kind of. Go out there, no nonsense, kick your butt, don't even got to worry about it, uh, you know, type of style. Um, I, uh, I'll i be interested to see if uh, Asuka, especially if it's Lana, if Asuka and Lana um, are able to uh, upset 
uh, Nia Jax and Santa Beasley. You got uh, you playing Will and Nelson over there, or what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah I was fiddling around with the guitar. That's yeah, hard. no, but I, hey, I definitely, you, I definitely you don't know what to expect here. <laughs> I, uh, I definitely agree with you. I think that Nia Jackson and Shannon Baszler make a perfect team. You know that they're they're pulling their, you know, um, kind of what um, the inner circle is doing right now with uh, NJF and Wardlow, where they're like, they're they make mm-hmm. a great team on paper, but they're still acting mm-hmm. as if like, oh, I hate you and. You know, yada yada yada. We're not a, we're not a team. We just want the title type type of deal. I think Shannon mm-hmm. um, Baszler and Nijax definitely on paper make a great team. And I really like. I'm not a big Nijax fan, but I definitely don't want to see them lose to um, Oscar or Lana. I think that would just. I think that would also take away from their. Um, not necessarily like image, but. You know, you say, "Oh, yeah, this MMA fighter and this brute force lost to a um, to Oscar and Lana." Like, you know, where that's <laughs> on paper, this should be a squash match. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, I mean, that's kind of what I'm expecting. Is I'm expecting uh, Nia Jax and uh, Shannon Baszler to, um, you know, kind of get it done, maybe. Maybe around the five or six minute mark, you know, I, I kind of expect that. I, I, it'll be, it'll be interesting if it's Lana, if it's somebody else. Um, I don't know. I mean, that would be that would be interesting, kind of yeah. depending on who it is. But I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're thinking, uh, we're thinking Lana. So, um, yeah, man, who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I think if you're gonna, you know, if you're kind of uh, unsure what to do with the uh, women's tag titles. Uh, just go ahead and keep it on Nia Jax and Shanna Baszler for the next, you know, couple of months, you know, kind of uh, maybe toward tell WrestleMania, until we can get some uh, some fresh blood in there and, uh, you know, kind of see what's going on from there. But, um, you know, and bring uh, back the now, Iconics, for the love of God. Bring back the Iconics. Yeah, the um, that was, uh, 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 you know, the, the Iconics, and I think it was uh, it was Bailey and uh, uh, Sasha Banks. Um, that was, uh, some good, that was some good stuff. So who knows? Um, you know, it, <clears throat> you know, WWE has this thing where, uh, treats the tag titles, uh, male, female, whatever, kind of secondary. It really doesn't give it its due. It seems like, you know? Yeah. I feel like they're, especially with like, I feel like with the tag titles, they pay more attention than they do with stuff like, you know, the United States title or the Intercontinental title. Because, I mean, with, I mean, the Intercontinental title or champion right now is Sami Zayn. And mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I don't like it. But on the flip side, it's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to see one of my favorite people with it because then that's just like automatic. Oh, well, he's champion. He's not going to get used as much. That type of deal because WWE is mm-hmm. definitely focusing more on, you know, the, the Universal and WWE title and then the um, tag team titles more than anything right now. And so all the, the, the yeah, man, for sure, great titles are just are kind of just um, sitting there and idle, if if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, the uh, the yeah, it will be. Uh, 
No, I, I mean, I until they can get some kind of quality, like just tag team. So if you if you think about the uh, the Road Warriors, you don't think about Hawk and Animal separate. You think of them as a tag team. If you think about yeah. the Hardys before they had the singles run, you just thought of them as, as a tag team. The Dudley Boys, you know, um, what was it? The Powers of Pain. Uh, the Rock and Roll Express, the Midnight Express, Edge and Christian. Uh, you know, you think of these as Edge and Christian, exactly. You know, uh, you think of these as like tactics. You, you don't think of them as you think of them as one. So yeah, you know, and and, and this is for all tag team divisions, but I mean, I mean all all you know all the tag team titles, but you can get like teams like that out in there where people think of it as a tag team. It's uh. I don't think that their tag team divisions are going to get much better. Um, you know, yeah. that was one thing that the uh, the um, the uh, revival, aka uh, FTR, had, uh, had had talked about is that WWE doesn't really treat the tag titles with uh, any kind of respect. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what what goes forward. Hopefully, we can get the iconics. Hopefully, we can get uh, some of these other uh, ta- some of these other tag teams in here, uh, women, yeah. male or female. And kind of spice yeah. things up, but yeah. So, but yep. Yeah, um, I mean, don't go wrong. Like, uh, kind of moving forward, uh, we got. Uh, yeah, yeah. N- Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler are, are a hell of a team, you know. And I think that they can kind of be that bruiser um, tag team, you know, that kind of just come in, kick ass, take no names, squash their opponents. You can really do some stuff with them. Um, I don't know if WWE sees that in there. You know, I you know I don't know if if they're how invested they are behind yeah. it because it seems like it you know whether it's Keith Lee or it's you know and we've seen this with Ethan Carter the third or um, you know some of these other guys is uh, you get you bring a star up from NXT or we've seen it with Ricochet you bring a star up from NXT or you kind of make these tag teams or you get the stuff to you know we've seen it with a bar where you. You get these tag teams together, or you get the you bring the star up from the um from the uh, uh from NXT, and then mm-hmm. you build you them to something, and they have, build them. Yeah, yeah. Then they have a successful run, and then it dies out, or you kill them, or you bury them, and then you just kind of because WWE right now kind of in their tag divisions and their singles divisions, they almost have like an embarrassment of riches. You know what I mean? Where they have yeah. all these this this wealth of talent, and they just for whatever reason they just keep wanting to use the same people or you yeah, know they're they, they you know either, it's just, they just don't use them at all or they just give them stupid gimmicks like I mean, exactly that, that's, that's also one of the reasons that ftr left because uh, i don't remember if it was um which of them it was but they had posted shortly after they had um you know officially signed with AEW. one of them had posted a picture mm-hmm. that um of like the new attire wrestling gear that they was that WD wanted them to wear, and it just looked absolutely mm-hmm. ridiculous. And it's like, yeah, I kind of see why mm-hmm. WWE. And you know, I feel like you know when we can even maybe use this as you know a segue, but AEW definitely uses, or they're using most of their talent better in a better way than what WWE is doing in some part in some portions. I feel like interesting. Okay, 
yeah, we'll we'll definitely get into that once we once we get into the uh, the next part of the, the show. But um, kind of wrapping up here, um, we got uh, for this TLC card, um, we got Roman Reigns uh, with Paul Heyman, of course, against Kevin Owens uh, for the WWE Universal Championship. So not just for the WWE Championship, or not just this goes far beyond the WWE. It's for the whole universe championship. <laughs> Roman Reigns. Paul this is Heyman, like Thanos Kevin Owens. the Avengers. For the yeah, whole there you universe. go. So it's like who gets to hold who gets to hold the Infinity Gauntlet? Roman Reigns. Uh, now it's interesting. I, I, you know, before we got on air, I was looking at the uh, promotional poster for the uh, for TLC of this year, and uh, it's got um, it's got uh, uh, Roman Reigns standing there menacingly in front of like it looks like a tornado, and there's some other stuff going on. It looks like uh, maybe uh, maybe you're too young to remember this, but do you remember when like Master P and the guys and, and Juvenile and like the early 2000s had those like gaudy just like uh, uh, album covers where like, the letters are like you know, you know 3D and it's yeah. and it, they're behind like a flame background and yeah, yeah. that kind of kind of what that I don't looks remember like that particular one, but I've seen. Many of them that are like that, so I definitely have a good idea of what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it'll be interesting, but um, you know, I I think I, I like Roman Reigns' he'll return. I guess he'll gimmick. Yeah. I like him with Paul Heyman. Oh uh, man, I mean, just you know, I, I expect a couple of spears, some Superman punches. You know, we oh, get absolutely. in and out against Kevin Owens. Um, I yeah, I. I don't see any reason to give Kevin Owens the universal title. I mean, I know he was a former champion, but it's the big, the, the, what was the big dog's time, you know, it's the big dog's yeah. yard. So just for a Roman Reigns, he was saying, I'm interested to um, see if um, like Jimmy or Jay come in and turn on them. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, if you haven't seen, um, I don't remember which, which SmackDown it was, but uh, after, I think it was this, one that just happened this past um, Sunday, I think, or this past, uh, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Um, Jimmy, uh, or no, is it Jimmy or is it Jay who's who's currently with? I think it's it's, it's Jay, Jay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they're sitting there attacking Kevin Owens with with the chair, and then Roman Reigns comes up and hits Jay with the chair repeatedly. You know, and it's it's more of for him it's. Uh, as far as the storyline goes, he's, you know, pretty much just telling you, oh, I told you to do this, yada, yada, yada. You should have done it this way. Kind of kind of punishing Jay for not doing. Because Jay lost, a, I don't believe, a couple matches in a row and bringing dishonor to the family, if you want to put it that way. Mm-hmm. And Roman wasn't having it. Yeah, he he he's the uh, the head of the table, which uh, I I don't know about that nickname. Um, if if you know if you had to if you had a match against a guy called the head of the table, are you are, are you scared or would you be more terrified of the big dog? Hello, 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 hello. Jason. Hello, Jesse. Do you hear me? Hello. Hey, Jesse. you're back. Yeah, well, what's up? Back like I never left. 
Back like you never left. Okay, let's try that again. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now, if, if if you had if you uh, if you you had a match against a guy calling himself the head of the table, uh, the big dog, or the uh, the tribal chief, which one would you be more scared of out of those three? Probably the tribal chief because the tribal chief is the big big kahuna of the of all the names, but you know. Head of the table doesn't have the same ring to it as, you know, Big Dog or, you know, Tribal Chief. Uh, you know, the, the 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 head of the table sounds like one of those other, like, CBS sitcoms. Join <laughs> Roman Reigns and his wacky cousins for head of the table on CBS's following maybe Lana. Yeah, I don't. It's kind of uh, yeah. That's kind of goofy. You know, um, yeah. It it was actually Jay Uso who um who uh attacked Roman Reigns with those chairs, and then of course got stunned, and then you know, and then Roman Reigns is mad at him, so you can't catch a break with this guy if you're Jay yeah. Uso. But um, you know, uh, hopefully he uh, hopefully he's well compensated for all this. Hopefully he's getting. Hopefully you know what people. Are, Follow him on uh, on Instagram. He's uh he's you know he's uh he's getting all the, the love because he's sure taken a lot of abuse here lately. So. <laughs> but um yeah, I, I mean I think have Roman Reigns is going to. It's kind of yeah. Do you have a dollar to spare for Jay? So there you go. You too can support a an so in need. But uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, I I think Roman Reigns is gonna it's going to go through. Kevin Owens, because I mean, why would he? Uh, now, um, kind of moving forward here, we've got these last two matches, uh, these announced matches, anyways. Uh, we got Sasha Banks against Carmella. Carmella, of course, comes back out of out of the ether. Um, came back with a new entrance. What what did what you think of uh, Carmella's new entrance? Sexy, no, um, no, Car- Carmella definitely okay. is sexy for sure. Um, I definitely like her new very persona. attractive woman. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, I definitely enjoy her new persona, if you want to call it that, rather than the chick mm-hmm. who just hangs around our truth all day and runs away with a twenty four seven title. I feel like with this mm-hmm. um, new character, not necessarily new character, but just new persona, like you were saying, it gives her a bit more seriousness. I can take her more seriously now mm-hmm. as a competitor than I could whenever she was just running away with our truth every week. Now, what do you think about her immediately challenging for the uh, women's uh, SmackDown title? Eh. Yeah, there we hit a we hit a crossroads there. <laughs> um, although, <laughs> although honestly, like. I, I'm going both ways because I feel like she definitely should have did something to earn it. But on the flip side, what better way to embrace a new, you know, a new you than going for the top girl in the or top woman on your brand? Mm. You know what I mean? Because you can come back like, oh, yeah, it's a new me, and then go beat up someone like Oscar or something like that, or even Lana for that matter. Mm-hmm. You know, and, that, and that's probably what most people are expecting. But you also get, oh, yeah, I'm the new Carmella. I'm about to go whoop Sasha Banks' ass and get that title. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it goes both ways, for me at least. Oh, for sure. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. We're we're, we're going to see, um, hopefully we see, you know, a kind of a new Lana, maybe a more fierce Lana. At least she can, uh, you know, go out there. And, uh, I, you know, obviously she won't win, but I, I hope that, you know, she's able to give Sasha Banks kind of a, you know, a good match. Um, you know, I think uh, it'll be interesting, you know, uh, you know, to, to, to see whatever becomes of this. Of course, you know, I don't think that she'll win. But um, could be some the start of a of an of an interesting feud between the two, um, and now of course the last match that we got before we make that EW transition, uh, we got the New Day, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods, against the Hurt Business, uh, Cedric Alexander, Sheldon Benjamin, with MVP, you know, out there uh, hanging out uh, for the uh, Raw Tag Team uh, titles. Um, of course, we had talked about. Uh, a couple weeks ago, um, you know, uh, the New Day going to from SmackDown um, and taking the, you know, and the they and the uh, Street Profits switching titles. Um, now, I, I like the stuff that the Hurt Business has done, but um, what do you think about the Hurt Business winning the titles um, this Sunday? Do you like it? Do you dislike it? What's going on? I love it. Not that, you know, I, I don't think the other team, should, I mean, like. The New Day. They're, 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 I definitely think that uh, Hurt Business should definitely just, just to, like start, you know, establishing like their dominance. You know what I mean? Mm. Like. Because they, right now they're, you know, saying, oh, you know, we're the best, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, and they have Bobby Lashley as United States champion. You know, what better way to establish your dominance even more than adding two more champions to the to the group? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the whole evolution thing where every single member had a title and they held all the gold for the company. It could be that scenario. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely would be uh, be interesting if the Hurt Business can kind of turn into that sort of faction. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, um, it might be it might be one of those things where the New Day maybe take the titles off of them and let Kingston and uh, Woods kind of uh, maybe work as a tag team, work singles. You know, I, I wouldn't mind if... Um, since we're just down to Kingston and, and Woods as the New Day, I wouldn't mind seeing them, you know, do like separate things or just maybe things as a team. I mean, I, I you know, I think it's one of those things where maybe it's time for a shakeup. Maybe you don't have them muted against each other, but I mean, yeah, well, it's going to be time to, to do something different. Yeah. Yeah. Xavier Woods can go back to being Consequences Creed. I mean, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, you know, and of course, we had seen that uh, title run from Kofi Kingston, you know, of course, uh, beating Daniel Bryant and uh, and getting the uh, getting into the big one. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if he can return to that form, if he can make a strong singles run or if uh, Woods can make a singles run as well. Or if uh, one of them goes back and uh, to spend uh, Big E. I don't know. Interesting stuff. Uh, yeah, I see your lovely face over there. Okay. Yeah, I uh, 
need to turn this off without killing the whole call. There we go. My, my, my no, you're good. Um, plug up a charger. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, kind of uh, gives you an inside scoop of what we're working with over here. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, you had a few months. No, but uh, I, that's all right. You know what? You're you're a beautiful guy in my mind. So, uh, oh, you're too sweet. <laughs> you're too sweet. There you go. <laughs> I, you know, I actually have plans, but uh, oh. I, I appreciate it. But the search continues. Any of you lovely ladies out there want to uh, <laughs> take up uh, Dathan John on that offer? Then uh, uh, let us know. Hit us up. Send in. You know what? Um, yeah, just just let us know. You know, you know. I'm sure he's free. I don't want to speak for the man, but he's probably free. <laughs> there you go. You know, you know what? You you can you can hit him up, and then you guys can watch uh, TLC together. And then you can yeah. you can tell him. Uh, That's the first thing. Yeah, and you guys. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Have you ever had a date where you? Uh, yeah. Okay. You know what? Don't forget the uh, the Dijon mustard uh, over there with those biscuits. I don't know about the biscuits, but on the fries, you got me going there, bud. There you go, man. Pizza, Dijon mustard, fries. Have a heck of a time. But uh, you know who is having a heck of a time, uh, Dathan? Is that it looks like Sting is over there. He's enjoying his time. I'm in AEW. Um, what, what do you make about um, uh, Sting's kind of, because um, we had talked about it, uh, you know, last week um, with Sting kind of making that splash. I'm in AEW. Uh, you know, of course, it looks like he's going to have a feud with Chris Jericho because, you know, why not? Uh, yeah. But, but um, what, do you, what do you make about uh, about Sting kind of getting, getting familiar with his new surroundings? I think that oh it's, it's actually looking like right now that he's um getting ready to do something with cody um if you oh, watch okay. if uh any of you who are listening have watched um the we'll say that today's the 15th so the current um aew episode tomorrow there'll be a new one but um last week is at the time of taping the current sting you know just basically tells cody that I'm in AEW now. I'm here to stay for a good long while, and then uh, at the end of you know his his spill, he goes, "I'll see you around, kid," insinuating that you know him and Cody are going to have their little their own little time of fun. So, yeah, you know, uh, you know, I apologize. You know, I was misinformed, but uh, yeah. Um, oh, it'll be but uh, yeah, um, you know, Sting, um, Cody Rhodes, Sting, uh, Chris Jericho. You know, of course, we had talked about last time, but you know, and uh, uh, we both would like to see uh, Sting. Um, maybe not. Uh, maybe not get too physical. You know, uh, maybe have a. He's still uh, probably a couple of feuds that are worth it. Certainly. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you know, he is. Back in WCW, uh-huh. he took down the NWO. Maybe now that he's back in TNT, he can take down the Inner Circle. Oh man! And don't you dare compare the NWO <laughs> to the Inner Circle, <laughs> or vice versa. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, that. Uh, that yeah, uh, but 
Um, you know what? He did take down the NWO. That is very true. Um, you know, and he did it single handedly. Uh, of course, you know, I, you know, as many of you know, uh, the Ultimate Warrior was scheduled to uh, to, to 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 take down the NWO. Uh, of course, that did not pan out. Uh, like most things in the Ultimate Warrior's life, may he rest in peace. But uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the Ultimate Warrior could uh could be uh is on the short list for worst wrestlers of all time. Uh, in my opinion, you know, maybe not that good. Those are bold know. words, there, Mister Jesse. Bold words. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, you getting I, shot on the street instead of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh not a fan, but uh you know what, of course, uh you know, um I'm ha- happy that Steve was able to take down the NWO and save us from a new world order. And of course, um, you know, but then he joined the NWO arrest, or did he yeah. really, you know? So he didn't really take down the NWO because he didn't like take and of course he didn't take down the LWO because he didn't have the uh, the LWO probably one of my most favorite factions, How could you not love Eddie Guerrero, uh, Silver King, La Parca, and the rest? Uh, yeah. You know, but, but honestly, I um, think that was one of the biggest downfalls for uh, WCW was there was all these new world orders coming into into play. Yeah, yeah you, well, it was like the NWO versus everybody, and then you know they were going to have Booker T, and then you know. Uh, and, and we've talked about at length in the past, at yeah. length in the past, about how much we how much we love Booker T. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of like then Buff Bagwell's in the NWO, uh, cameraman was in the NWO, the the guy catering was in the NWO. It kind of got out of hand, but yeah, I I think what you're saying, my man. Um, but uh, yeah, so hopefully uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see what uh, old Stinger can do. Um, AEW is another one of those things, another one of those organizations where the booking kind of seems wonky because at one point we had, um, at one point we had, uh, uh, Chris Joko and MJF, they were enemies, yeah. now friends. Hello? Can you hear me, Bob? I can. What's up? Did, did you not uh, yeah, catch you any had, of that? Uh, you had cut out and I couldn't, I couldn't hear nothing. Oh, what, what was the last thing you heard? Uh, I don't remember. Honestly, it was. Uh, I think you, it was. Uh, you left off at Buff Bagwell joining NWL, and then after. Oh, that, okay. Oh, okay. Let me let me go ahead and pick up on that. So, <clears throat> of course, you know, um, you had uh, Buff Bagwell joining NWO. Uh, you had uh, Luann and Catering joining the NWO. You had basically everybody in the NWO. So, I mean, you know, um, probably, uh, 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 you know, hopefully the inner circle doesn't, you know, spread like a virus and everyone's in the inner circle or um, adjacent uh, uh, groups of the, uh, uh, of the inner circle. But it'll be interesting to see what uh, Sting can do if he can take down Cody and then take down the, the inner circle or kind of what, what happens from there. Um, <clears throat> you know, the inner circle, uh, of course, you know, we got, uh, what was it, Chris Jericho. We got, um, um, Ortiz and Santana. We got Jake Hager. 
Uh, we got um, uh, what was Sammy Kapara, then we got the Wardlow and MJF. Um, you know, it, it's uh, uh, interesting stuff that's going on over there um, with the inner circle. Um, <clears throat> the uh, uh, you had mentioned earlier that MJF and Wardlow kind of make a uh, kind of a um, odd couple tag team. Um, what's uh, what's some of the stuff that that you're you're looking forward from? From not just the uh, inner circle, but from some of those factions, because of course we have the inner circle, we have the the dark order. Um, do you think that AEW is better at booking factions than than the WWE? Not necessarily booking factions. As far like mm-hmm. I feel like they're they're putting more time into their tag teams. They have more legitimate tag teams. You know, there rather than just you know piecing people together like they did with Oscar, not Oscar, and listen, but with um, Shanna Baszler and Nia Jax. Like mm-hmm. with AEW, you have like tag teams that you know they're a tag team, like Young Bucks, the Jurassic Express, FTR. You know, you when you say them, you know, you know that private are, party. Those are tag teams. Now, as far as faction mm-hmm. building, uh, <laughs> I think WWE has them beat on that. But also, okay. in, in AEW, I think for right now, because they're still a brand new company, you know, there's there's still stuff they got to work out here and there. I think they've they've um, added too many factions because I mean, you also got to think, you know, with WWE, they have Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Those are three separate shows. You know, you can have a faction pretty much on each show. With AEW, mm-hmm. I feel like you know there should just be one that kind of rules it, rules it all. You know what I mean? Not necessarily like you know NWO, but you have the one faction on there that everybody hates. So I'm like, well, I guess you could call it NWO, but there there's too many, you know, factions who want to be like the top, um, you know, the the main event as far as AEW goes. Because you have mm-hmm. Dark World, the Dark Order. You know, want to recruit people, and you have the inner circle who are, you know, thinking they're the they're the best and all this. I feel like there's, you know, there's only room for one. Just to just to cut it short. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, it'll be interesting to see uh, who can um, who can uh, 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 kind of. Um, who can fill that void? You know, um, the uh, you know I do agree that the um, um, AEW they definitely have uh, it seems like they have a better hold on their um, on their uh, tag team divisions. Of course, you know we have uh, you know the uh, FTR, um, we have the Young Bucks, um, <clears throat> we have uh, the Private Party, we have um, uh, we have the the Varsity Blondes. Um, you know, so, uh, then, um, so it's, uh, yeah, definitely the, uh, there's more reckon, but recognizable names in, in, in that tag team division, you know, and it's, um, and it'd be interesting to see kind of where they go forward, especially with, uh, uh, Kenny Omega at the helm, um, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, of course you have Cody Rhodes and you have Sting. So, um, you know, I, I'm rooting for um, AEW. You know, I, I hope hopefully they're able to um, hopefully they're able to uh, uh, you know kind of kind of change things up. You know what I mean? 
uh, hopefully they're able to uh, move with this new regime, especially with um, Kenny Omega um, at the uh, at the top. Um, hopefully we can see you know um, <clears throat> more innovative stuff. You know um, the uh, now it, I don't know if you caught this, but um, uh, Jim Ross, good old Jim Ross, was. Uh, in a little bit of hot water where he, you know, had made some, uh, some criticisms of AEW. Um, you know, he had, uh, had kind of, uh, criticized the guys in AEW for match style. Um, you know, kind of, uh, more of the, the flippy stuff. Um, now, uh, I'm going to go ahead and, um, look that up for you. So, um, you allow me a little bit of time for that, but while I'm doing that, um, what's your uh, what's your overall take of what AEW is doing and kind of uh, as they move forward? What, what's some of the stuff that you'd like to see from them? I feel like they should definitely focus more on their heavyweight division. Me and myself, mm-hmm. um, they're de- they definitely have an abundance of tag teams um, and all these little individual um, smaller stars. I would like to see them, you know, beef it up more with the heavyweight division. Um, and I and I know they're you know it's like it's like I said earlier they're still a, a new company so they have a lot of stuff to work out. You can't really expect them to just start it out and you know take a little bit of time before. Um, but that's one of the main things I want to see them work on is their heavyweight division. But you know they have all the time in the world to perfect their craft. So you know. In, in in a in conclusion, I I feel like they're 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 fine where they're at. The, you know, they just gotta do a little fine tuning, if you will. I gotcha. Little little polishing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, you know, at um, you know, I, as we had talked about previously, you know, um. I th- I feel like we're both rooting for AEW. I feel like you know I, you definitely need a strong second company like AEW, and of course AEW is working with like Impact Wrestling. They're working with New Japan Wrestling. Um, you know I believe that they're working with uh, Ring of Honor, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe not Ring of Honor, but definitely Impact Wrestling. And uh, yeah, no, they definitely uh, have uh, 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 people on there. Yeah, yeah, and then NWA, and then New Japan. So it's like you know you, you have all these companies kind of working together, which is really what you need. You know, I, I don't think that you're ever going to top the WWE. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't think that you're ever going to top the WWE. But what I do think is that you can uh, fans and wrestlers and just um, personalities kind of, uh, you can give them a second option. You know, you don't necessarily just need a monopoly. You don't just need the WWE. You can give them something alternative. And, uh, it, you know, I, I think it's a great thing of all these companies working together and, and, and just trying to benefit from each other. But um, I, I did find that uh, Jim Ross quote, and I'll go ahead and uh, read you this. We'll, we'll go ahead and analyze this, and then we'll get out of here. But um, so this is a quote from uh, Jim Ross. And, uh, of course, you know, he is, says, uh, I told a kid the other day at AEW that everybody does the same fucking spot. Ross said on his podcast, all you guys go outside, you cluster up like coils. Uh, I, I think of the, he was misquoted. It, it, he says you cluster up like quails, like the bird quails. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you stand there in a huddle 
friends, foes together side by side so you can catch some leaping idiot going over the top who never wins with this move. Um, you know, and of course, uh, in, in, in his podcast, uh, Ross also had said some stuff about that, uh, you know, the, D, the DDT isn't a proper finishing move anymore. Neither is like the, uh, you know, super kick. You know, guys kind of used to win with this spot. Uh, with spots like these, what do you think about that? Well, what do you think about what Ross said there? And it's kind of his, um, his, uh, uh, what is it? His criticisms in the past. You know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. And I'm not going to be scared to get jumped on uh, when I walk to the store. Oh, wow, okay. Absolutely right. 100%. <laughs> there it is. It's, yep. uh, I, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love all these you know, tag teams and all that. And I was mm-hmm. uh, just watching you know, a bunch of the uh, weeks catching up on everything. And mm-hmm. it seems like every tag team and every other, you know, person who's not a heavyweight is doing all these damn flips mm-hmm. and like jumping through the ropes and all this other shit. You know, Jim Ross is mm-hmm. great. You know, I, I disagree with his taste in football teams, but as far as wrestling is concerned, <laughs> he, he, he's hit it on, on the head. Like, Majority of their stuff is people jumping over ropes and doing all these, you know, big dives. You know, there was mm-hmm. a time where, and, you know, don't get me wrong, I wasn't here for this personally, but, I, you know, just watching stuff over the years, um, you know, it was only the cruiserweights who were doing that. You know, it mm-hmm. was the Eddie Guerrero, the Chavo Guerrero, the, you know, the, Ray Mysterio and every other cruiserweight who was doing that, that was a cruiserweight thing. And I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, for some teams, that's okay. But if you're wanting, because like, here, here's the thing that I've noticed, you know, it's, and as like I said, every team is doing it. So it's really hard to, you know, think that, um, it's hard to get a grip of who, who does what. If that if that makes sense, like with FTR, you know they're going to be like straight wrestlers. Like it's going to be a wrestling match, you know. And whenever you know mm-hmm. you faced, you know Dudley's, it was it was a, uh, um, all right, these guys are powerhouses, you know, and they're going to throw someone through. Like they have their own, they have their own identity, and that that set them apart from everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, Edge and Christian use chairs. Mm-hmm. Hardys use ladders. That's their mo. You know, you didn't see every single team, you know, doing that. And I think that's that's just what. And it's like that with musicians also. They 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 find a trend, and they all jump on it. And it's it's hard to, um, really make yourself shine whenever everyone else is doing the same trick. You know. Find find a different, you know, not necessarily like gimmick, but find a new style that sets you apart from everybody else. Yeah, find a different lane, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, there is, there was, you know, I do agree. You know, I, I think most of the time we agree. So I agree with everything that you're saying. You know, I think that uh, it, it it's one of those things of, 
once a few guys did it and it caught on, then everybody wanted to be, everybody wanted to be another sport. And it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, like with the young bucks, it's like, you know, it if that super kick isn't your finishing move, then what, you know, what, 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 what power is it? You know, it, yeah. it, it's like if, uh, it, you know, if you've seen a Mike Tyson fight and he hits somebody with the, uh, the right hook, or the right upper, or the right hook, the right uppercut move, and then the guy just kind of stands there. It's like, well, what good is that move? What good is the super kick? What good is a, a flying plancha with uh, hot sauce on the? Side? You know what I mean? Like, what yeah. what good are these moves if they're if they're not doing any damage and if you're not winning with them? Definitely. Now, um, there was a few people, a few wrestlers who uh, responded to Jim Ross. Of course, Darby Allen. Um, you know, uh, notable AEW uh, uh, wrestler and said, mm-hmm. you know, um, I love Jim Ross and I agree with him. Uh, Brandon Cutler, you know, who is the, uh, I guess he's uh, the uh, the lackey of the Young Bucks. He's, you know, kind of their, he's their cameraman. He's kind of their, I guess, just, uh, I don't know. He's kind of got this like Kratos gimmick going on, but he's like not really Kratos. Yeah, I don't know what to do there, but yeah, but he had uh, this is what he had uh, he had uh, um, tweeted. Uh, it says, uh, uh, this Wednesday on AEW Dynamite, uh, seven versus seven, we're gonna go outside, cluster up like coils, stand there in a huddle, friends and foes together, side by side, to catch some leaping idiot going over the top. Can't wait, 8 p.m. TNT, hopefully for one million viewers. Let's fucking go, or let's effing go. And of course, um, it's uh, yeah. Once you hear this, um, it's the seven on seven. Um, you got the inner circle um, versus the best friends, top flight, varsity blondes, and of course, uh, Brandon Cutler. It doesn't look like this is a uh, elimination match. So um, yeah, you're probably thinking that uh, that old. Uh, Old, old Brandon Cutler, old Kratos, old fake Kratos is probably going to be the job guy in this because I can't imagine any of the guy, any of the guys in the inner circle. I imagine the inner circle is probably going to go over and I imagine, you know, they're, they're probably not going to, they're probably not going to make Breast Friends, Top Flight, Varsity Blues, or Varsity Blondes, rather, not Varsity yeah. Blues. Great That's movie, a good movie, movie by the way. That's a good movie. I can't imagine... AEW making any of those teams look weak, <laughs> you know. So I, I'm thinking that uh, uh, Brandon Cutler is going to be out there, and he's going to be the job guy for that match. Um, kind of, what do you think about what uh, uh, Brandon Cutler says here, and um, and and add something else to read you? But uh, what's your thoughts on what uh, Mr. Cutler has to say? I feel like, you know, he's. I don't know. Like, I, I, I get his point of, like, you know, wanting to be, you know, seen by all these people doing this. That's great. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, we see this every week. So mm-hmm. adding, you know, another five people to it, you know, taking the the over-the-top ropes, you know, dive in, into a bunch of bowling pins isn't going to spice it up. Like, I feel like I feel like they won't put the um, inner circle over on that one, you know, mm-hmm. or they could add, um, you know, add a little bit more gas to the fire with MJF, you know, maybe accidentally, you know, quote unquote, accidentally 
hitting, you know, Sammy or something like that. No, it could go both ways, mm. but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm in the middle on it. <laughs> gotcha. All right, and then um, I got one more quote, and then of course you know we'll go ahead and uh, cut bait and uh, skedaddle. Uh, it looks like uh, this is from an anonymous um, AEW wrestler, so we don't know who it is, but uh, he or she says, "Look, I know there's a lot of that Jr. can teach us, but bearing us on a show or on his podcast is only going to make some of us ignore what he says." I grew up watching JR, and he is the best, and we love it when he calls our matches. But maybe find a different way to criticize the wrestlers in the ring. Everyone is doing what they have been taught. Um, you know, my thoughts on that, um, you know, of course, my thoughts on uh, what Brandon Cutler says is, you know, I think uh, JR has been around a while. You know, JR has seen, um, you know, guys from the 80s from the 90s, um, you know, pretty much, I mean, he was involved with WCW, WWE. Guy's been around a while. You know, yeah. I feel like uh, JR, he's one of those guys that he probably, you know, not probably, he knows what he's talking about. And I mean, you know, kind of what, what you had discussed, and, you know, and of course I agree, is it's too much flippy shit. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, if, what does it look like if your hated rival, if you're standing side by side, and then your tag team partner comes flying over the top rope, and they and most of the time they land on you. So it's not really they land on the opponent; they land on you. Yeah. And it's kind of like what what does it, what does that say to the audience? You know, and yeah. <clears throat> you know. I mean, it's and, like uh, that, that I think Brandon Cutler. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean it. It it's like that everyone, but I mean it's it's um <sighs> maybe if you're Brandon Cutler and. You're you're kind of the uh, the uh, young bucks of stooge, and not a lot of the people know stand your lane. Maybe not. Maybe don't speak up on this one. And as for this anonymous, um, you know, AEW wrestler, eh, maybe you shouldn't say anything <laughs> because I mean, it's it, it's kind of like um, you know, kind of those things of you know when I was kind of when I was coming up. Um, you know, with like, or when I was, you know, um, when I was watching bands or anything that I, I was doing, if somebody who had experience in said, uh, you know, said, uh, what it said, medium, you know, whether it's podcasting, uh, booking music, whatever, if an older person or somebody who had more experience than me took me mm-hmm. aside and say, Hey, look, kid. You know, or hey, look, you know, this is what you need to do. Maybe try this, maybe do that. Yeah. I'm more inclined to listen. And it's kind of yeah. like if, if you get trained for a job, um, you know, somebody takes your side and says, hey, look, this is what you're doing wrong. This is what you need to do. This is what you. Yeah. I mean, say, you know what? I'm not going to listen to you. You know, yeah. that's the Exactly. It's the exact same thing. So it's kind of like anonymous wrestler, Brendan yeah. Cutler, whoever. You well, can voice like, whatever, your opinions, sure. Yeah. Well, whenever I was a part of Six Gear, you know, and we played that show that you had booked in Ada at Sessions, you had said that uh, <laughs> our cover of um, Killing Him the Name of sucked. You know, that... uh, I didn't say it sucked. I didn't say... I, I said that it could be better, but I didn't say it sucked. Oh, well, go ahead. Potato, potato. 
it, it probably okay, it so. probably did suck on the listeners' part because oh god, <sighs> but you know, alas, um, you know you're doing shows all the time. You know you're you're at all these mm-hmm. shows that you know, you know what, you know what what people are gonna probably gonna dig, what they're not gonna dig. You know, and that's just it. It, it was just what it was. Mm-hmm. So it, it just goes both ways. You know, you take it with a grain of salt, you're going about your day. Right. Well, I mean, and, and it's one of those things that, you know, and I, I think we, we did have the conversation, you know, and uh, there were some of the other guys in that band who I had kind of voiced that to maybe, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to want to call out names. So maybe they didn't right, right. like it as much. They weren't as receptive to it as, as you were. But yeah, no, I mean, it, it'd be the same thing. It'd be like it when I was coming up. And, um, you know, I was booking shows and stuff. And when, like, a David Piercy or a John Bonboy or one of these guys kind of took me to the side and said, hey, look, man, um, you know, whatever you're promoting, whenever you, you say this, maybe try this. And, you know, I, I just kind of was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, and then just took it like that. You know, it'd be the same thing if I was trying to pass, I was learning guitar. You took me aside and said, hey, look, man, you know, um, <clears throat> you go into this, maybe try this. You know, you, you, you're you going too fast. The, the tempo is too fast. You're not matching. Um, you, you're not following your band. You're, you're kind of doing your own thing. Yeah. Same thing. It's like you have, you've been playing guitar for all these years. You have all this experience. Why wouldn't I listen to you? Or why wouldn't anybody listen to you? Um, yeah. You know, and it's like, you don't have to be Sam. You don't have to be James Hetfield. You don't have to be the superstar. To have experience in something, and I think if uh, a guy like Jr. is willing to talk, talk to you, instead pull you aside, you should be willing to listen. To and yeah, um, for sure, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, that's basically it. So, but uh, anyways, so um, interesting stuff to see what uh, AEW comes up with, um, you know. And of course, uh, we're gonna look at NXT. Uh, we will be back again next week. Uh, to uh, wrap up all the exciting stuff that goes down with TLC, uh, see what becomes of that. Uh, look, look ahead towards the future, if you will. And uh, yeah, so good stuff. Uh, but um, as always, you can follow this podcast on Facebook. You can follow us on uh, Spotify. Well, you can listen on Spotify. You can check us out on YouTube. You can follow me. Uh, that's Jesse White Deer. At JY Deer on Instagram.com. You can follow Nathan John, D. John Mustard. That's D. John Mustard on Instagram. On the Insta, uh, yeah. On the Insta, on the gram, if you will. And um, yep. And uh, you, and if you're in the mood to uh, hear my lovely voice even more than you already do, uh, you could check out my other podcast. The Needless Potatoes Podcast um, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Spotify, on YouTube, um, everywhere. And uh, if you're interested and you want to send us a question, you can do that at Spudplex Podcast. All one word. That's Spudplex Podcast. One word at gmail.com. Or you can message the uh, Facebook page. and uh, Or you can uh, send us a, uh, a message on Instagram privately and uh let us know your questions your thoughts and feelings uh but uh yeah anything else you want to talk about or uh you're good for today 
I think that covers it, brother. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, but, uh, yep. So, uh, new and exciting stuff, as always, here at the uh, Spudplex uh, family. Um, so, we thank all of you for joining us. Uh, and you guys have a good one. Uh, you stay safe. If we don't talk to you before, then have a Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll see you next time and the time after that, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.